everyone, Liz Collin here. Thank you for joining us and welcome to Liz Collin Reports, a place for truth and meaningful Minnesota conversations. On the podcast today, the story of Minneapolis crime, big and small, all captured on home security cameras. The cameras, all at one Minneapolis address, have gained thousands of followers on social media. Watch. Don't steal my bike. She's known as Karen the Camera on Instagram, and her owner, we'll call Amy, is my guest in studio today, but we're not revealing her real identity due to some safety concerns after all she's recorded. Amy, thank you for being here. Thank you. I've never really done a story quite like this before, talking to someone who is the owner of a security camera system, Uh, but we should also note that you're... No, not so comfortable, which we understand giving away your exact address. Some can probably figure it out, but we're just going to say that you live along the Blue Line, a light rail stop in South Minneapolis. Just kind of take us back and what drew you to that area and when did you move in? My husband and I purchased the house about eight years ago and we actually purchased it because it's next to the light rail. My husband took the train for work um, and it's on a quiet little cul-de-sac and we just really liked the neighborhood. So when did you start this home security system project and and what made you want to do this? Um, I think we knew initially we got a little bit more foot traffic to our property. Um, Initially, we started out with just um, wireless ring or Arlo cameras. Um, But over the years, more and more kept happening. So we decided to beef up the cameras a little bit. So you certainly have beefed up uh, this system. Talk about whatever you're comfortable sharing, how many cameras uh, you have. And basically, you guys have kind of covered your your whole property at this point. Yep. So currently, I have 11 cameras. Um, There's a few that don't show up on Instagram. But for the most (laughs) part, um, the ones out front are showing up um, and people can pretty much figure out where they're at. And it really is unbelievable when uh, you take a look at Karen the camera on Instagram, all you have recorded over just the, the last year, everything from felonies, I don't even know where you want to start, but but talk, talk about that in kind of broad terms, uh, what you have been able to, to capture basically playing out in your front yard. Yep. Like you said, um, we've captured some felonies. We've captured nuisance crimes, sometimes on a daily rate. We've captured some beauty of Minneapolis, wildlife, um, and then just some cute, funny things along the way. You've had people try to break into your backyard, into your home. Does anything even surprise you, I I guess, at this point? Nothing surprises us anymore. And that's why I started to post the videos, just because I would tell friends, hey, this happened, you know, out front today, and they couldn't believe it. So um, we have people, like you said, who try to get in our backyard, people who pass out on the front lawn for half a day, people who pee anywhere they want. Little dicks. Nobody likes songs about little dicks. Nobody writes them. Packages that are taken and then also cute stuff. Kind of number one and number two is going on, if I do say so myself, on a fence nearby the light rail that I guess a lot of people probably had no idea until Karen, the camera, came on board. Yeah, yep. So our cameras have really helped um, my husband and I figure out where the problem places are 
um, by our house so that we can come up with options to fix stuff. So uh, we've changed some landscaping, we've trimmed trees, um, we've you know, ask Metro Transit for a little help along the way. And every time we find an area that is a problem area, we're able to to fix it and clean it up. Amy, what specifically have you passed along to police and what's kind of been their reaction? The police have been very supportive. Uh, we had this fall a stolen bobcat that was driven to the front of our house. Um, Karen obviously was able to zoom in. She got a great face shot um, and actually... The community helped identify the individual who had parked it there. And all the video was passed over to police and they took it from there. But do you think this was going on before or or what is what is your thought, just what you've been able to record in the last year? Some of it was always going on, but I think things have really changed um, since George Floyd and the pandemic. Um, We definitely see a lot more drug use and, and a lot more people just kind of, I don't know if you'd call it roaming around our property. So yeah, things have, I think, increased a little bit by recording and documenting each day. We are seeing things that we probably were missing before. What has stood out to me is people carrying what have to be a bunch of stolen bikes past your property. Some guy even just sitting on your front porch for a while. When I post the videos on Instagram, Instagram's getting 30 seconds or 45 seconds of something that happened. Um, And there's usually a much bigger backstory to all of those incidents. You clearly have a sense of humor as well. The music you pick is amazing. Songs I don't think any of us knew ever existed. Tagger style used to mean settling beefs with a competition to see who could get their tag name up in the most places. But with so much competition and hatred among taggers, these days a battle battle means war with real bullets. About getting up. The um, biggest improvements we made that really changed um, people's behavior were adding a few cameras that either talk to somebody who approaches our house or um, set off a siren and a strobe light if they attempt to go in our backyard. Um, And those cameras have been fantastic. Uh, Everybody seems to immediately become aware that they're in an area they shouldn't be and they turn and they leave. In addition to contacting the police, Amy, I know you've contacted some city leaders, and I guess that's when we get to bring in our surprise guest for the segment. We call this the man in Karen's life. Is that is that right? That's what he's known as on Instagram? <laughs> if you could, uh, could talk about that, who you have reached out to and uh, what the reaction has been. Yeah, so typically when a big issue happens or we just kind of get fed up with... Um, you know, the nuisance continues to escalate. I've been reaching out to the leaders. I got to give credit to Metro Transit. Uh, They have been very good to work with and responsive to issues that I bring to their attention. I've worked with them to get some trees cut down, some some branches trimmed up that are on Metro Transit property. Because again, we do butt up and share a property line with Metro Transit, and most of this riffraff is happening on their property. So they've been really responsive. And your city council member, you've talked to as well. Reached out to Andrew Johnson on a regular basis as to what's going on. I've sent a couple emails to Jacob Fry too, just to kind of let him know where things are at. Most of the time, those fall on deaf ears. Don't really hear much from them. And they always usually point the finger of, you know, this is a citywide problem and there's nothing we can do. And, you know, technically this is happening in Metro Transit property. So it's out of our hands. What do you think about that reaction? 
I don't think that's acceptable. Um, I think that they were the one that are creating this problem. They're allowing um, this issue to be pushed off onto Metro Transit, and Metro Transit is not designed to be dealing with this epidemic of homelessness, drug use, just whatever you want to call it. Um, they're designed to, to transport people around. I guess the million-dollar question, maybe both of you can answer this, and I think you get it a lot, but why haven't you moved? I'll answer that one first. Okay. Um, so I, I view it in, in two ways. I really like Minneapolis. I still like Minneapolis. I, uh, I've lived in the south part of Minneapolis for about 20 years now, and I enjoy it. It's seen some declines, but I like the bike paths. I like the lakes. I like the community. Um, I also don't want to just run away from the problem. I mean, if we just run away from the problem, then in a sense, the poor leadership wins. So somebody's got to stand up and say, no, this is not acceptable. You can't drive our city into the ground and just think you're, you're the best thing. Kind of along the same line. Um, you know, initially when we moved in, people would say, oh, they're just urinating. You know, look the other way. If I'm going to look away at everybody who's doing drugs or everybody who's um, having, you know, mental health issues, that's not helping anybody. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that those things are recorded. Um, but if everybody takes the mentality to look the other way, uh, it's not helping. There are some things, obviously, you make, make light of, but these are our people in crisis and a, a city, as we said, uh, in, in crisis in a way. But it seems like you're pushing these images out there because it's better to know about them than to, to ignore what's happening in front of so many of us on a day to day basis. Yeah, I mean, this is coming to our front yard, um, and we're not out there looking for it. We're just recording what our view of Minneapolis is. It's what we see on a daily basis. It's pretty incredible. Not a lot of people notice the cameras for having 11 of them, although it is pretty great when people do realize there are cameras, right? Uh, it's the best part of my day. Um, if we can get somebody who jumps in front of one and dances or just seems to be excited about it, um, I would... I would uh, really love for the Instagram page just to be fun things. I mean, imagine if I could turn off the alarms and mm. instead somebody activates it and it plays music. Uh, that would be a much different world. We're hoping to live in that world uh, again someday. Bottom line, what is it that you want people uh, to get from Karen the camera uh, when they take a look at these clips? This is Minneapolis. You know, this is happening um, don't dismiss it and say, oh, that just happens because they live next to the light rail. Um, I think it's happening on quite a few blocks, lots of different alleys throughout the city. Um, and it's time to, to, instead of looking away, it's time to say, hey, you know what? We can do better than this. Everybody needs to work together. And the man in Karen's life? Yeah, so I'll, I'm going to kind of echo that. I, I think I want people to understand what Minneapolis has kind of become and, and the, the crime and the issues that we're having. Um, but also to, to know that these are people that are having issues and not just to, I mean, to some extent um, you want to uh, tell them to get out of the, get out of here, but also they need help. I mean, there's, there's been uh, many times where I've walked, walked by people on the platform that are having mental health issues and everybody walks by them. And I pick up the phone and I text Metro Transit saying, hey, you know, let's do something about this here. Um, so I think it's just kind of calling to action of like, let's do something about this. Let's not just shove it on the rug and pretend it's not happening.
Great closing thoughts. Thank you, Amy. And thank you also to the man in Karen's life. We appreciate you guys being here and the work you do. Thanks for letting us Thanks share. For, thank you. Again, follow Karen the Camera on Instagram. That'll do it for this episode of Liz Collin Reports. We'll be back again next week. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, or any other podcast platform. And be sure to sign up for our free daily newsletter on alphanews.org. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll see you next time. <laughs>